Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hi everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm really grateful that you're subscribing, commenting and on my channel in general just doing all those things that you do. I'm really grateful for all of my followers and subscribers and commenters. And I'm sorry, I haven't been posting for a while. I've just been tired from the travel and the packing and just like not in the creative mode. I haven't been even writing that much, uh, but I'm back now. So hopefully this is okay. <laughs> and in this one, I want to actually speak to you a little bit about how this is my experience that INFJs in a lot of cases do have people who want to help them or situations that wish to help them but we're just so used to saying no to the help or to the person or to in, in general not asking for help not knowing how to ask for help not wanting help not thinking that anyone can help us properly that the the help is present right in front of us it's it's out there it's saying hey I'm here I want to help you and we're sitting there thinking, hmm, yeah, I think I'm just going to do it on my own. Obviously, there's no help around. It's like it's there, but we don't even see it. And let me give you an example just to kind of clarify what I'm talking about. So I spend a lot of time on my own, obviously, because I travel on my own. And, you know, I'm roaming around the world on my own. And it makes sense, you know, like I've accepted the fact that a lot of the things I'm going to be doing is on my own. And I've gotten used to it. I don't even think about it anymore. You know, I'm eating by myself. Uh, I'll go on hikes by myself, I'll travel by myself, I'll set up everything by myself, etc. And it's normal for me, it's okay. And uh, it's the thing that is my life, right? But when my sister came, so my sister and I traveled through Seoul together just now, Seoul, Korea. And so she came over from Toronto and I met her from Bali. So we kind of like, you know, met in the middle, kind of in the middle, not really actually. (laughs) And... um, you know, I was there with her and it was the first time in two something years that I'd had someone around me, with me, traveling with me. And it was a little bit of a revelation for me because in a lot of cases I would be there and she'd be standing right next to me and I'd be trying to do something 
by myself which needs the help of another person and I'm like oh right I am going to do it on my own I didn't even think about the fact that my sister is standing right next to me so I was trying to fill my water bottle from this tap that needs two hands but one of my hands was occupied by holding the bottle and the other one was occupied doing something else and I, I didn't have enough hands basically to, to fill up this water and I'm just standing there thinking okay well, well what am I going to do now I don't have enough hands to do this oh can I not get water I really wanted water and my sister's standing there thinking hey I'm here <laughs> I can help you right and she's like I'm right here like what are you doing and so she pressed the button for me and I was able to fill the water but I'm just literally in that moment I'm just standing there thinking whoa I don't know how to be helped anymore I don't know how I don't see help anymore I, I, it's around me and I don't see it and I told for Anand friend about this as well and she shared a story with me which is very similar as well she was standing at um, washing her hands at a bathroom stall at a bathroom sink and she had her coat in her hand and instead of giving the coat to the person who was standing next to her her cousin she put the coat in between her legs. You know how we you know, sometimes hold things in between our legs and then washed her hands. And the cousin's standing there thinking, hey, so like, what do you think? Like, why, why didn't you give me the coat? Like, I could have held it for you. And the thought didn't even cross her mind. And she's an INFJ too, as I said. So it's, it's probably an INFJ thing that it's there. The help is there. In a lot of cases, we're like, oh, I'm all alone. Sometimes, yes, you are alone and you have to do it on your own. Yes, for sure. In a lot of cases, I do notice for myself as well, the help is there and I've either rejected it saying, no, 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 I'm fine, I can do it myself, it's okay. Or I don't even notice that the help is there, like they're standing right right next to me or they have offered or I don't even hear it or I don't notice there's someone there, I, I, whatever it might be. I have rejected the help in some way, shape or form, either verbally or psychologically or I, I don't even see it, you know, it's just like I'm so like used to being alone and not having help. And it's not just me because I travel a lot. Like this is not just my scenario. I know a lot of INFJs who do not travel a lot and who do live around family or friends and they have a stable life. Even them, they will say that, oh yeah, I don't, I don't have any help around me. Despite the fact that probably people are coming to them saying, hey, I, do you, are you moving this weekend? I really want to help you move. And they're like, oh no, I can do it myself. And then they're, they're moving by, by themselves and thinking, oh, it would be really nice if I, if I had some help not realizing that they rejected the help that was offered. And I've done this in the past too. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why do we do this? Now I get, I get the vulnerability aspect of it. You know, this is something that is constantly in part of my videos. It's like, yes, it's hard being vulnerable. It's hard asking for help. It's hard saying those three, four little words. I need help, you know, can you help me? <laughs> it's so difficult. It, it, I, I think they're as hard for us to say as I love you or uh, I, I, you know, I need you, I think is the hardest thing for us to say. I can say I love you easier than, easier than I can say I need you, I need your help. I can't say those words, it's so difficult. Although I'm really trying, as I said, as I get, I get, as I get older, I'm trying to be like, okay, I will ask for help. And a lot of times it's like superficial help, for example, it's virtual help. So, you know, I'll call someone if I'm lonely or um, I'll ask Google for help. You know, Google is uh, is our best friend because it doesn't know that, you know, it doesn't know us as a human being. So it's fine. We can ask it for help all the time. So if I'm stuck somewhere, I'm constantly asking Google for help. And that's kind of partially how I, you know, figure out all the different things that I do. Is like, how do I live in this new place? Well, let me ask Google. 
instead of going online and you know finding someone who lives there or instead of finding a friend who lived there before and asking them for tips and tricks i'd rather go to google you know and it's really really fun and funny because in a lot of cases asking a friend is probably a better choice because they're human beings they've lived in the place they know what to answer they know all the little things that all the little quirks of a place that you need to know you know that you know did you know that taipei or taiwan it offers after a month of living there free health insurance to anyone and everyone like even the expats i didn't know that and i was talking to someone who had lived in taiwan and i'm planning to move to taipei for a bit in the coming year and so i, I was talking to them about it and they told me this little tidbit i would never have known probably if i talked to google only you know what i'm saying it's a very stupid example probably and you're thinking ah silly no but really though a lot of times we would rather go to an artificial source of information than ask someone ask someone who's actually around us for help and so i really get annoyed by this trait of mine i don't know if you do i really wish that i asked for help more often i really wish that i was able to be on one more vulnerable in that fashion in a lot of cases i don't even know how to ask for help anymore as i said because i spend so much time on my own and to say hey could you do this for me it's still so difficult for me not that i have any solutions to this problem obviously the most big the biggest thing that you need to do is practice with it and practice comes like little by little you just kind of little by little become more vulnerable and ask for help so first maybe you ask for a smaller tidbit of help like can you give me a ride from here to there and then you ask for a bigger tidbit like maybe can you help me move or even bigger you know can you help pay for this thing that i'm kind of trying to pay but i don't have enough money for it i don't know obviously your levels will differ but um each person has to kind of decide and then kind of baby step it up way to being able to ask for help without any difficulty but as i said i never just find this to be the, one of the most difficult things and it's not mostly because it's not available it's not that the help isn't available it is that it is available but we don't see it or it's available and we've already rejected it we're like no nope, i can do it by myself i can move myself yeah yeah you can move yourself but why do it yourself when you can have someone help you why do why would you want to do that to yourself like i've done so many moves and people have always offered you know i moved when i moved in bali as well my friend was like oh do you need help in moving and i was like no and like even when he asked me i'm like but why would i need help And then when I was moving I was like oh it would have been nice to have someone to help I didn't even think about the fact that yeah someone could have helped me move boxes and I wouldn't be the only one and it would be nice to chat and do all those things completely didn't cross my mind completely clueless in that regard and I think to myself what why why wouldn't even cross my mind and that's how we are as anxious we spend so much of our time building this independent exterior of ours we might not be entirely independent but we are definitely exteriorly independent and the vr build we spend so much time building this exterior independence that we just don't know how to be non independent or codependent after you know i'm not saying that we need to be completely dependent on people but we don't even have even a bit of dependency on others and that's i think a really it's it's a it's a trait that actually is a hindrance towards our future and towards our goals and towards growing up as a human human being as an adult you know it's it's you don't do that you rely on people and then that's how you grow and you mature and you build relationships right you build trust and i've said this many times before if you want people to trust you you have to first of all you know they have to trust you which means you have to do things for them and they have to do things for you it has to be a give and take it can't just be them taking all the time it's going to make you mad it's also can't be that you it's not going to be like that for us but it can't also always be us giving them 
are them taking and then us taking from them, right? It has to be a balance. And so you can't always be giving to someone and expect to have a strong relationship. They have to take sometimes for you from you as well, you know. Um, sorry, you have to give and you have to take. So you have to ask them for help and then they have to ask for help. Like, you know what I'm saying? There has to be a balance. I hope that made sense. Um, it has to be a give and take <laughs> in general. You can't have an unbalanced relationship and have it be strong. I just don't think that's possible. And I'm sure you've noticed this as well. Whenever you're vulnerable with someone, that relationship builds. And then when they're vulnerable with you, that relationship builds further. And that's how you build a relationship. You make it stronger and stronger by showing your deeper, vulnerable, weaker sides to other people and then seeing the same in them. Um, and the best way to do it is to ask for help. So I hope this makes sense. Um, I really wanted to share this because I've been thinking about it since I came back. You know, I'm, I'm with my family now and it's okay. I can ask for help because they're right here. But even then, sometimes I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. So yeah, I, I still have to learn. <laughs> Anyways, I'm really happy that you're all here. And hopefully this video is not, uh, that it makes sense. It's not too abstract. Um, and I shall see you in the next video. Again, thank you so much. And bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.